there's one thing that I think that everybody could do to preserve their skin health. It's really just have your own routine that works for you and make it simple. So I think we tend to do too much. Um, something as simple as just cleansing, hydrating, and moisturizing. Hey, all right, everyone, welcome to Heal Thyself. Again, as always, all the love, all the joy, all the gratitude to you for opening the space for this awesome information. I got a lot for you today, all right? On this Knowledge Bomb, we're gonna talk about a trend that's going on on TikTok, right? And I, I don't really go on TikTok that much. I got a little, I got a TikTok page, you, know, you might wanna check it out. But there's some stuff going on about tampons and titanium dioxide, you ever see this one? This is trending, there's like eight million views on this one video. And if you don't know about it, I'm gonna tell you about it. And also, is there a problem with titanium dioxide in tampons? Should you be avoiding tampons? Which one should you get? I got all the info for you right here on this show. And then we have a very special guest. If you know, ever, ever seen me talk about my skincare routine, you see me use Josh Rosebook's products. And he's coming onto the show to talk about all things skincare. What are the most important steps for quality, good, healthy skin? What is his top non-negotiables? How do we buy products? What do we need to look for? How do we get in touch with our skin? And then what about wellness routines? He talks all about the importance of a wellness routine, what his routine looks like, and how we can start designing our own so it starts leaking out into our overall life, whether it's business, love, partnership, doesn't matter. You get in touch with yourself, and that's the most beautiful thing. So Josh, one of the deepest guys I know, is going to drop some important gems from skin health all the way up to mental health. So get ready for the Heal Thyself show. But before we go into that, let me say a few words from our awesome Heal Thyself sponsors. There is titanium dioxide in your tampons, and is it going to kill you? All right. So according to TikTok and one of its influencers, yes, you're going to die from it, right? And this particular video has gone viral. Over 8 million views, to be exact, at the time where I'm putting this together. But... You know, we often underestimate the impact that laundry and cleaning products have on our overall health and well-being. We do. We don't think about how many of those traditional detergents and household cleaners can be loaded with harmful chemicals and toxins that wreak havoc on our body, especially if we have kids. That's why I'm always excited to bring on sponsors that I align with. Molly Suds is one of them. They're a brand that has been using an absolute game changer of a formula. Molly Suds is amazing. It's a line of laundry detergents and household cleaners that are made with safer, gentler ingredients. Again, especially for you and your children or future children, right? To me, something really important is integrity in a company. Molly Suds, super high integrity. I appreciate how powerful and effective these products are at getting your clothes clean, but it's also kinder to your health and to the environment. They have laundry detergents in particular that are free of all those nasty chemicals, right? These are ones that you might see right now in the back of your product. 1,4-dioxane formaldehyde synthetic dyes. You're probably going to see fragrances. That one's going to be really common. These are all causing allergies, disrupting your hormones, and actually are known cancer. And actually some of them can increase your risk of cancer. And think about it. How often are you washing your clothes? I'll say this. The cleaning power of Molly Suds is impressive. It outperforms a lot of the mainstream brands without all the harsh stuff. And plus, this is one of my favorite parts. It's actually more cost-effective per load, which is a major bonus. And because Molly Suds is cruelty-free, vegan, and Leaping Bunny certified, I can feel good about ethical and sustainable practices behind the brand. So if you're ready to ditch those toxic cleaning products and make switch from something safer, something more effective, I highly recommend checking out Molly Suds. You can pick it up at your next Target run. Or to make it even easier, just go to mollysuds.com DRG. Use the code DRG to get 20% off of your entire order. That is M-O-L-L-Y-S suds.com slash DRG and use the code DRG. Let's talk about a game changer in the world of health and fitness. This is Lumen. It is the world's first handheld metabolic coach. Let me tell you a little bit about this game changer. It's a device that measures your metabolism through your breath. And on the app, it lets you know if you are burning fats or carbs and gives you tailored guidance to improve your nutrition, your workout, your sleep, and even stress management levels. They're stressed. And here's how it works. You simply breathe into the Lumen device first thing in the morning, and you get real-time feedback on whether you're burning fats or carbohydrates. Lumen then provides you with personalized nutrition plans for the day based on your metabolic measurements. So why does metabolic health matter? 
Well, think of your metabolism as your body's engine. It's what turns food you eat into energy to keep you going throughout the day. And when your metabolism is optimized, you'll experience benefits of easier weight management, improved energy levels, better fitness results, and better sleep. That's where Lumen comes in. It helps improve your metabolic health with every single breath that you take, offering recommendations to enhance your pre and post workout, fueling for peak performance and recovery. So if you want to take the next steps in improving your health, go to lumen.me and use the code DRG to get $100 off of Lumen. That is L U M E N dot M E and use the code DRG at checkout for $100 off. This was in response to actually L tampons. You might have uh, bought those or got those. They have organic tampons containing titanium dioxide in the ingredients. And this influencer named Rachel Morgan, she said she knows of someone who uses tampons and has ovarian cyst and reproductive inflammation. So were tampons the reason why? Before we go into this, I wanna talk a little bit about titanium dioxide. A lot of people ask me about it because you might see it in the back of your supplements. It's on a lot of supplements, it's on a lot of foods. Now, according to the CDC, titanium dioxide is a non-combustible white crystalline solid odorless powder. Why is it used? Well, it enhances opacity, whiteness that you're gonna see in the products. So where is it found? According to the CDC, you're gonna see titanium dioxide in paints, varnishes, lacquer, paper, plastic, ceramics, rubber, and printing ink. You're also gonna see it in roofing granules, rubber tire manufacturing, and other production of electronic components. You see it in dental impressions, all right? But also you might see it in cosmetics, food colorants, supplements, as I mentioned, glassware, pharmaceuticals, toothpaste, toothpicks. They're in Skittles, they're in cereals, they're in coffee creamers, gums, baked goods. They're everywhere. Now, there's different types. There's the food grade and then there's the nanoparticles. The nanoparticles of titanium dioxide are gonna be found in cosmetics and personal care products. So is titanium dioxide a problem? Well, according to the International Agency of Research on Cancer, the IARC, they listed titanium dioxide as a group 2B carcinogen. So it's an agent that may be carcinogenic, but we still don't have enough animal or human research. The most concern on titanium dioxide is inhalation. So a lot of occupational issues with it. And there's also been some concern in the safety of it in our food products. So the NIOSH, the National Institute of Occupational Safety and Health, said that titanium dioxide is a potential human carcinogen. MAK, the Federal Republic of Germany, suspects this to be a carcinogen. There's been some case reports that have shown occupationally, when this is inhaled, it's causing pulmonary fibrosis and lung cancer. So I mentioned that it's also used a lot in food. And for that to happen, it must hit a 99% purity. And the problem is this, the 1% leaves room for heavy metal adulteration. So a lot of times you're gonna see titanium adulterated with lead or arsenic. Something to really keep in mind, especially if you're having a product that contains titanium dioxide every single day. Now, as far as those nanoparticles that I was talking about in personal care products and cosmetics, in a rat study, when they were exposed to nanoparticles, they stayed in the body pretty long, from 12 days to some organs, all the way up to 72 days in other organs. And that's not for 100% clearance, that's just a half-life, for that's 50% reduction from the initial concentration. So with that said, most chemical exposures, the concern we're seeing is not in humans, but in rat studies, and not through oral or dermal, but through inhalation. So granted, we're not inhaling titanium dioxide, but I would love to really start seeing more studies on the effects of long-term exposure to titanium dioxide orally, dermally, and not just through breathing it in. So the European Food Safety Panel concluded that Although gastrointestinal absorption of titanium dioxide particles is low, it may accumulate in the body over time. We don't have any real long-term human studies on any form of titanium dioxide and how it affects us as humans. So based on the 2021 safety assessment for titanium dioxide by the European Food Safety Authority, they banned it in the European Union. And that's because they believe there's not enough evidence to say that it's safe. They concluded it shouldn't be used in food. And that's because it may cause inflammation and neurotoxicity, toxicity to the nerves. So I say all that to really get to this part on the tampons. So dermally on the skin, it's not believed that titanium dioxide can have a significant effect if it's poorly absorbed. And orally, there's a little bit of controversy behind that. But again, it's really through the inhalation. But as far as this particular scare with titanium dioxide and tampons, we have to think first correlation as seen in the video does not really equal the causation behind it. Just because this person's 
contact or friend had a reproductive disease doesn't mean the tampons are the cause. As far as titanium dioxide, in the tampon, it's not in the tampon, it's on the string. So virtually, it's not really coming into contact fully with the vaginal tissue, if at all. So Dr. Karen Tang did a nice response video to this and responded uh, to all the points that she believed it's nothing to worry about. Now, I will say as a side note, she works as a toxicologist in the FDA, and you know I have trust issues around the FDA. They are like the Swiss cheese of care for America, and things go right through, and we're affected by it. It's a mess. So just because there haven't been studies on titanium dioxide and reproductive dysfunction doesn't mean that's not true. Remember, as I said, the vagina is rich in vascular tissue. So does this mean all tampons are safe for monthly use? No. Uh, maybe titanium dioxide we don't have to worry about. And I would say at this point, the way it's designed on the tampon and being on the string, it's not of worry, but there are worries about tampons. And I stand back on my tampon show a few years ago. You know, there's over 11,400 tampons used over 2,200 days in someone's life. And I mentioned there's a lot of permeability in the vagina. And the FDA lists it as a medical device. That means chemical regulations like foods, drugs, and cosmetics are really different. Most of the testing, the safety testing, is done by the manufacturer. That's a big conflict of interest. And they're not even required to fully list the ingredients. But we know some of the common ingredients in conventional tampons are things like glyphosate. That's the dirtiest crop out there. And 90% of cotton is going to be adulterated with glyphosate. And I'll go into that in a second. And for the rayon aspect of tampons, they're utilizing bleached wood pulp. And it's really important to understand that the byproduct that's made, dioxin, is super toxic. There are also a lot of absorbency enhancers, like deodorants, artificial fragrances. But back to dioxin. So number one, it's one of the most dangerous chemicals in existence. The EPA has no safe level. In 2002, bleaching tactics changed and reduced dioxin levels to negligible. The problem is, is that dioxin accumulates in the body over time, more and more and more, and it's really hard to metabolize and break down. NYU, one of the world experts on tampon, Dr. Philip Tierno, he said trace amounts are a concern, they're additive, and they can cause immune disruption, suppression of the immune system, pelvic inflammatory disease, endometriosis, miscarriages, infertility, diabetes, birth defects, breast and reproductive cancers, all from that chemical dioxin. So even though it's in small levels on tampons, and a lot of people argue it's negligible, you don't have to worry about it, it bioaccumulates in the body over time. So we have to think bigger than going, oh, here is the product and here it's low, so it's safe. It doesn't work that way. The body doesn't work that way, right? Glyphosate, as I mentioned, if the tampon is not organic, you can almost be sure that it is adulterated with glyphosate. How much it's absorbed is in question. We don't know, but we do know about persistent exposure. It's not just in tampons. It's in the food, it's in the water, it's in Roundup-ready lawns, which you're being exposed to. Now, it leaves the body fully about 20 hours after exposure, but again, we're being exposed over and over. And we know for sure this chemical disrupts the gut lining and the integrity of those cells. It can cause a lot of issues in the gastrointestinal system, like leaky gut. And we also know that Monsanto, the people that were behind Roundup or glyphosate in the beginning, now brought up by Bayer, they know the mechanism of how it affects the gut. They know the mechanism of how it affects non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And we also, one more time, know that the vagina absorbs a lot. It's permeable. It's highly vascularized. So, to wrap it up, is titanium dioxide in your tampon going to kill you? Probably not. It's in the string. Is titanium dioxide as a whole concerning? Dermally, less so. Orally, maybe. We need to see further. And through inhalation, yes. When it comes to tampons, should we be free and not worry about anything when it comes to conventional tampons? No. We should worry about dioxin in the bleaching process, and we should worry about glyphosate just being in the cotton, as well as different chemical fragrances. So with that said, just go with organic. You can't say conventional tampons are safe. You just cannot do it. Yet we can say we don't know yet. But why be the test subject? Just err on the side of caution. Get some organic tampons. If you don't like tampons, get reusable pads. If you don't like reusable pads, try out menstrual cups. Check it out. There you go. That is my take on the TikTok 
viral video about tampons. Look, staying hydrated is the key to feeling your best. It is a ten it was my first post ever on Instagram about hydration and water. But, you know, all the concerns about tap water and quality of tap water, I, put, I did a lot of shows on it talking about you can even find what is the quality of your tap water. It's hard to know if what you're drinking is truly clean. And for me, it's so important, so, so important. This is one of the first interventions I tell people, the first investments. Get yourself a good quality water filter the most pure water without worrying about those contaminants. That's why I'm super excited to share with you AquaTrue. If you followed me, I've been talking about AquaTrue since 2018. I've had it since 2018. And I'm so happy they're a sponsor because it's something that I really have been using for the long term. AquaTrue purifiers, they use a four-stage reverse osmosis purification process, meaning they tackle all those harmful contaminants right head on. And what's the best part? There's no installation, no plumbing required. You plug it in and you're good to go. Almost half of the U.S. tap water contains PFAS. These are forever chemicals, polyfluorinated chemicals that we get from the water, usually a byproduct of the industry that goes into the clouds, it rains, and it gets all over our water system. It is one of the biggest concerns in environmental medicine right now. AquaChoose certified to remove these contaminants and many more to give you that peace of mind. Plus, their range of purifiers fits every single home from countertop options to under sink models. And don't forget, they also have a Wi-Fi connected purifier and mineral boost option. Check that one out. But really, one of the main reasons I love AquaTrue is because not only does it remove all of those really, really concerning chemicals, the ones that I talk about so much on the show, the ones that were found throughout so many water systems across the United States that cause so many diseases, including cancer, we have something that removes that. It's affordable and long-lasting, lasting up to six months to two years, these filters. And think about it. One set of filters makes the equivalent of 4,500 bottles of water. That's less than three cents of a bottle. So if you're going out to the supermarket and buying those water bottles by the dozen or by the 30-pack, not only are you putting a burden to the environment with the plastic, you're putting a burden to your body with the plastic, and it's not even quality water. So since switching to AquaTrue, it's been the best of the best. Everyone in my family has one. All my friends have one. And the best part is AquaTrue comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So you can try it risk-free. And for you, the Heal Thyself listener, you get 20% off of any AquaTrue purifier. Just go to AquaTrue.com. That's A-Q-U-A-T-R-U.com and enter the code DRG at checkout. So if you're ready to upgrade your water game and enjoy pure, clean water straight from the tap, don't wait. Go to AquaTrue.com and use the code DRG for 20% off. You know, when it comes to overall health, the little daily habits can make a huge difference. Take flossing, for example. Seems like such a minor thing, right? But taking good care of your teeth and gums does way more than just prevent cavities and bad breath. Emerging research shows that it can actually support whole body health, and may even prevent cognitive decline as you age. That's wild, right? That's why I'm really excited to tell you about this awesome company called Slate and their game-changing 3-in-1 electric flosser. It's the only product out there that flosses your teeth, massages your gums, and even scrapes your tongue to remove bacteria to promote fresher breath. I've been using the Slate Flosser for about a month now, and I'm hooked. Unlike regular floss picks that you have to jam into your mouth, this electric flosser does all the work for you with 12,000 sonic vibrations per minute, really cleaning out them gums. The innovative gum sweeps give your gums a gentle massage to increase circulation too. And let's not forget the built-in tongue scraper to help zap bad breath at the source. So to start one of the easiest and healthiest daily habits with the Slate Electric Flosser, Go to slateflosser.com and use the code DRG to get 10% off of your very own flosser. That's 10% off of your easy-to-use Slate Electric Flosser at slateflosser.com slash DRG, S-L-A-T-E-F-L-O-S-S-E-R.com, and the code is DRG. You don't know, but I've been using this line. Actually, you probably do know if you see my stories. Josh Rose book of Josh Rose book skin and hair products, botanical, top of the top, cleanest stuff out there. I mean, look. I've been such a fan of this. You probably ask why I'm glowing all the time on the show. It's because my man, Josh Rosebrook, has given me the most beautiful line of products and you make amazing stuff. Thank you for coming on the show. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. And I've, I've been a fan since 2019, man. I was so blown away when I first saw that you were using the products. It made me so happy. Thank you. Yes, man. It's, it's, and I, and I, I tell my friends about it. You know, like I've, I put my dad's girlfriend on it. You know, like... We got the Gonzalez family on it here. Yeah, you're a real fan. I'm a real fan, man. It's <laughs> amazing. And it's good stuff, and we'll go into why. But because you're an expert in all this, I need to know, what is the number one thing that we need to do for the healthiest skin? Okay, that is a very hard question for someone like me. Um, 
There are many things. True skin health and beauty is holistic. But there are a few things that you can do. It depends on your commitment, depends on how much you really care and how much you want to radiate, how much skin health you want. So it depends on your goals. Mm -hmm. um, and it's different for everybody. But if there's one thing that I think that everybody could do to preserve their skin health, it's really just have your own routine that works for you and make it simple. So I think we tend to do too much. Um, something as simple as just cleansing, hydrating, and moisturizing. Mm. You know, just basic and simple. And so I think that's the number one thing I would say was just like, make sure you moisturize, make sure you hydrate your skin. I talk a lot about difference between hydrating and moisturizing and how they're married to each other and they need each other. Um, but um, yeah, so that would be, it's, that's a hard question. I think in terms of protecting the actual appearance of your skin and your skin health on your face, a nice zinc oxide sunscreen to make sure that you, you know, offset the uh, damage on your skin, mm -hmm. brown spots. Mm -hmm. But it depends on what your goals are. Okay, my goal is to stay beautiful forever. Okay. Okay. So uh, uh, for, for me, before I was using your products, I was just using bar soap on my face. Really? That's a big no-no? <sighs> yeah, it's totally a big no-no. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so you say cleansing. Let's go to the cleansing step. What does cleansing look like? Cleansing, you're looking to remove dirt and excess oil and imbalanced oil and environmental impurities. So it's really, really important because if you don't, all of that, all of that uh, bad bacteria and imbalanced oil congest your skin, can accelerate aging, um, all sorts of things that aren't healthy. You got to remove that. You know, and then if you apply products after you. Um, you know, if you haven't cleansed and you're applying products on top, you're only pressing those into your skin further. So the foundation of skin is many things, but it starts with cleansing, starts with proper cleansing of your skin. Just like everywhere else on your body, it's really important to cleanse. Mm, okay. And is there a specific way to cleanse? Is there like, I cleanse with an oil-based cleanser or enzymes or soap and water which whatever way? works for you and that's something where it's you know it's sort of it depends on what your preference is what you enjoy i tend to like a water-based cleanser that is lightly foaming i really believe in our my brand is formulation led it's a botanical based line um, focus on herbal synergy and biomimetics that optimize the power of nature. Um, that is my intention. I think it's important to keep skin care simple so people understand it. People tend to get really confused. But um, what's really important is cleansing your skin and not over cleansing. You don't want to remove too many of too much of the natural barrier. Um, you want to have a pH balanced cleanser, which any professional uh, skin uh, care cleanser is. Um, so make sure you're cleansing effectively, that your skin doesn't ever feel tight. You never mm. want to feel tight. That's not good. That's a removal of too much of your natural oils. I and, felt that before now. Yeah, it's not good. And with the right cleanser, you won't feel that way. Um, so you don't want excessive foaminess. Excessive foaminess isn't always a determination of the cleanser removing too much oil, but it's a, it can be a clue that it is. Mm. Um, so, um, but everybody's skin is different. So, um, but oily is not bad. Oily is good. Oils protection, you know, all of the, uh, different waxes and triglycerides our skin naturally makes, they're important. So don't run from your skin or try and remove and dry it out if you're oily. Oily actually protects the acid, your, reinforces the acid mantle and protects your skin mm. so it can help it um, age slower too. So cleansing, really, really important. Gentle. Um, be careful that you're not using a cleanser that has um, too many actives, um, because if you have actives in the other phases, they can um, compound and you don't want to apply too many actives. You can sensitize your skin, you know, if you're using a cleanser with alpha hydroxy acids. But just, I like, for, for example, my cleanser that you love, Complete Moisture Cleanse. It's an oil-based honey and herbal um, enzyme cleanser. It's really gentle, really effective, wonderful for sensitive skin, rosacea, inflammation issues. 
I could go on and on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but cleanse, cleansing is really, really important, um, and it's really important that it works for you. I do have a makeup remover also that's oil-based that destroys makeup, gets the makeup off. You do that your first cleanse. Your second cleanse is the water-based cleanser, a complete moisture cleanse. So if you wear makeup, uh, two cleansing is important. Two, a double cleanse is really important. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Because I've seen mm-hmm. people just put one, you know, use a makeup remover and then call, yeah. call it a day. And that's fine. I'll use my makeup remover cleanser first because I'm, I'm craving an oil cleanse. Yeah. Um, oil's wonderful because it does reinforce the oil in your skin and, and it helps really get a moisturized cleanse. Um, and uh, it also removes makeup. But um, I, it just depends on how you feel and what, what works for you, mm. you know? Okay. All right. So now we got the cleansing down. Now I get it. Okay. Right? We got to have something that's simple, works for us, gentle. Um, maybe the, the, I, I guess I prefer something that is like, like you're just foamy, softer on the skin, doesn't leave my skin tight, which I've actually experienced a few times after cleansing. The next step is hydrating or moisturizing? Well, depends. Toning is important. Exfoliating is really important. Obviously, the skin does it naturally, but we want to accelerate that to reveal more new skin. And that's also how we um, sort of assuage fine lines and wrinkles. And we don't have fine lines, you know, the more dead skin that um, builds up and isn't removed, you're going to have um, an appearance of fine lines more so. And just skin health in general, removing your dead skin so that it doesn't get pressed into the pore and cause congestion. Um, also, Exfoliation is really important because it allows all the other products that are applied subsequently to um, move into the skin better. So your serums, balms, oils, creams, hydrators are going to move into the skin because you've exfoliated properly. Okay, I got it. So should we be exfoliating every day though? Um, It depends on your skin. Some people need to exfoliate more often um, and some people don't. Um, And that's when I think people tend to want black and white answers for skincare. How many times a week should I use this? And I would love to tell people it was like four times, five times, or use this every day. Um, Some people can use, say, an acid exfoliator toner daily like I can. Some people, twice a week is enough. It's really about this brings us into getting to know your skin, what is right for you, and how do we get to know what our skin needs and not what somebody else's needs, but what ours is. And that's why it's tricky out there with all the information on social media, because it really is about getting to know your skin. So I believe in a gentle exfoliator. I like to use the alpha hydroxy acid exfoliator, our daily acid toner. And I also like to go in with a manual exfoliation, a scrub polish that works to polish as well. I really believe in exfoliation, but everybody needs to know what's not, you know, what's too much because over exfoliating is also very bad for the skin as well. I see. But I developed my line by working with clients daily for 10 years. I saw more than anything people were under exfoliated and it was inhibiting their hydrators and moisturizers and serums and their overall glow and their other products from performing the best. And so that's what drove me to create an exfoliator. And my second product ever created was an exfoliator and that Mm. was back in 2009. Mm. I launched that product. So very important. Yes. Exfoliation. I haven't exfoliated in a while, so I need to get into the yes. routine more and more. Yes. Um, then the, you saw hydrating moisture, moisturization, um, really important steps. Is it a, is, is that like a morning thing or are we doing it at night? Um, Day and night. Day and night. It's really important. You have to restore the hydration in your skin in order to moisturize effectively. And people Mm -hmm. use the term moisture and hydration um, interchangeably, and really they're very different. Hydrating is water um, and oil, um, and moisturizing is oil. So oil, you know, the lipids and fats that traps in your hydration and, and that's how your skin stays hydrated. So with hydration, we're getting the water into the skin, moves between the lipids and the proteins of the skin. You get the water into the skin, fills up the cells with water, and then you apply your moisturizer after and it traps in that water. And that's how you are hydrated and moisturized. Moisturizing is a little bit of a misnomer. Um, It's not really what it's doing. It's not actually adding moisture to your skin. It's like combating surface dryness. The oils are actually causing your skin to 
retain its moisture. So it's moisturizing. That's mm. a little bit of a misunderstanding, but I like to clarify that because obviously if you have dehydrated skin, you can mistake that for being dry and dehydrated when dry would be the oil and the lipids on the surface of the skin. That means so, dry. Yes. I see. So, if, um, and sometimes people are dehydrated, but they think they just have dry skin, but they're really dehydrated. So mm. that's the importance of what I launched, the hydrating accelerator. And then you're going throughout the night while you're yes. sleeping, right? So all of the tooth, fa tooth fairies and bed bugs are seeing your glow. <laughs> yes. And then in the morning, the rest of the world is seeing you. Very glow. important. Okay, I got it now. See, I love the way that you are telling us, just simplify it. It's, it's in many ways the way that I say for people who say, Dr. G, my gut health, my, my, my thyroid, you know, I have back pain. Okay, let's just simplify all of the supplements. Let's simplify all the f diets and foods you think you need to eat and then get back to you. Like what feels good for you? What feels good for your body? What feels, now you're saying, good for your skin. You should know, right? You should be connected. So you really want people to connect to their skin, yes. to their skin health. Yes. Right? That's the journey, is really understanding what's right for your skin. And that takes time and takes an intention. And um, it's something that unfolds. And real skincare happens over decades and years. It's not something that you just have once you have this new bottle of product. Mm -hmm. That's not skincare. Skincare is a practice. It's not just with the intention to offset the skin deterioration and so that you, you know, you know, slow your aging, the appearance of aging in your skin. It really is about how we feel and nurture ourselves as we get older and our beauty and it, how it relates to our confidence. It's time with ourselves. It's connecting to who we are. It's really, really important and it's really, really powerful. And you can be all of those things as well. You know, it's not wrong to be caught up in wanting to have beautiful, clear skin. It's not your ego always. It can be a part of our confidence and how we want to be seen in the world. It's I love the journey of beauty and, and seeing how we feel our best, and that's so individual. Um, but it is about that time and caring for yourself, and I think it's really important for everybody to have some sort of skincare routine because it only contributes to your confidence in your own connection to you. Mm, so I see. Yeah. And, and I, I would agree. There's, you know, a lot of my work is in front of the camera and I can feel when like I feel dry and kind of like just my face is spotty and I, it just doesn't feel right. But I know that when I get up, I could tell I slept. Right. I could tell my, my skincare is is popping off and then I'm ready to be on camera. You know, I feel great. Right. Um, and, and like you said, it's not ego. It's just a natural cue that you see. I feel my skin feels healthy. I look healthy. Now my body feels healthy. It's like there's a psych, there's a mental emotional component to it um, that is far surpasses just ego. It's it's a signal. I think it's a part of our DNA, beautification and protection and care, and it relates to our primal attractions and feelings towards people and connections. And um, and anybody can have it and access it. And um, and it doesn't take a lot of money. And it doesn't have to be complicated. Um, and it and it can really be a really important part. I think in this day and age, we are so inundated with so many different things going on globally, socially, um, you know, everything that's happening that one of the best things we can do is really carving out this time for yourself, even if it is five minutes putting on your moisturizer. You breathe deep, you breathe it in. These moments all make a difference. And then when your skin reflects that health and or over years you've cared for your skin and you see it, there's, you know, it's important caring for your body and we should be proud and, and find joy in it because it, it is joyous and it should be. And I find that in my diet in terms of in eating internally, like it makes me so happy to care for my body. And the more we do that, I think it's, you know, it's all of it adds up and it makes a big difference. Mm -hmm. Again, it's a signal that I care for that which is creating this human experience. I'm allowed to have this human experience because I have a body, you know? Yes. And we're honoring it by, you know, drinking water instead of Coca-Cola, right? Right. We're honoring it instead of, you know, using products that are more gentle, that are cleaner, that are sustainable for the environment versus using something chemically 
synthesize in the middle of CVS, right? right? Which I did most of college, you know? So uh, you just, you tell the difference when you take that extra step in dedicating. Um, I know you're really into routines, wellness routines, even past skin. How valuable are wellness routines in our every single day? Imperative. Also, I just don't know how people get through life without wellness routines. I, you know, it's how it's the, the bookends of my life and every day waking up, you know, a wellness routine really for me is tuning into myself and assessing what my needs are right now in the moment because it's always changing and it's always different and the world's always changing. My body's always changing. And as we age, it changes. And I think that's what I I feel like wellness really is. It's a checking in with yourself and then acting on it. It doesn't have to be this list of things that you have to do today. And then if you don't, then you failed. And are you really caring for yourself? That's actually not wellness. Wellness is an art and, you know, it's an art and science and it really, you know, that mindfulness, that's key mm -hmm. to me. So, uh, and I agree because there's been many times where I'm like, okay, here are the five things I'm going to do every day. And I only did three and I was like, oh, I got to do the other two later, you know, versus you're right. Things flow, things move, time of day, what's going on in life? Are my in-laws in town? Are my parents in town? You know, like, how do we adjust? Um, so just checking in, and, and this is what I now do. I lay down and I scan my body, I check in with my body, where's my tension? What does that tension need? Oh, wow, I just need to be outside for a longer, you know? Just, you get the answers when you tune in. Yes. Your body's always trying to communicate with you. Yes, and if that's what you want, I think that a lot of people want the feeling and the result and the and the experience of wellness, but they don't know how to achieve it or how to how to get there. And I think that it's like you just—it's a commitment to yourself. Um, it takes many times more time. You have to have boundaries and you have to say no to people and to things many times when you feel as though um, you should do things or um, everybody else is doing it or it doesn't matter or you know it's like find myself always going to bed early. And, um, you know, I think there's always just an initial resistance for me. I have the yoga mat rolled out. If I get onto it and I only want to do five minutes, that I did my yoga. But then other times I realize, oh, I was only going to do five minutes and I did a half hour. Um, playing it, playing it however it unfolds. Yes. Whatever your body's calling for which is, you know, that's life, right? Right. It's, it's sort of like being in flow with what it's calling for. Um, how does, okay, so a wellness routine can totally translate to us feeling better in our bodies, being more in tune with our bodies. But how about outside of us, like work and business and relationships? Do you find that that also has value? It, it, it has the exact same value. It's all wellness. It's all your energy management. For me, I feel as though we all want to feel good and perform our best. That is when we're in the flow and we are who we feel like we really are. We're positive, we're optimistic, we're joyous, we're loving, we're accepting, we're easygoing. That's who we really are. And how do we remain in that connection as often as possible? And I think the way we do is by taking more time to do these practices that get us into that feeling space. You know, it's how we're thinking. Are you meditating in the morning in order to set the tone for the day? And then when things come up, are you reacting to them or are you pivoting your thought before it creates a feeling? That's what I feel like is one of the things that is, you know, and I think it's like, you know, mindfulness is retaining your power when you are not allowing that thought to make you feel that way. When you shift before, it gives you the feeling because you think something and it makes you feel a certain way, but there's a minute in between where you can shift it before that follows. Mm -hmm. And that's really what I feel as though people want, but it's difficult for a lot of people to take the action to do it, to get there. And I'm just not sure what it is that makes the difference in people who 
live wellness and mindfulness and are seeing their reality as a reflection of them and their responsibility and the challenges and embracing the challenges in order to grow and evolve and become a better person. It's your commitment to your own growth, yeah. right? Yeah, because if you're putting that time, you would hope you'd see some dividends. And oftentimes the dividends are like, wow, I'm not reacting, I just noticed that. Or I'm not as triggered as I used to be. Or wow, I'm in a place of peace even in this situation. And when there is something coming up, I'm welcoming it, like you said. And I know that I called for this, you know? So, and I oftentimes I'll notice that. I'll, I'll, something will come up and I go, what the hell is this happening? What's going on here? And then I'll think, okay, what is this bringing out? What is it causing within? And then I go, oh, I called for that like three weeks ago. I was saying I want to experience, I, I am growing in this capacity. I am um, putting myself in the middle of a situation that is, you know, whatever it is, but sometimes you don't make the connection. And you right. said that reflection of you. It's in many ways, if we're not putting ourselves into a wellness routine and managing our energy and being mindful of what we're asking for, then something comes up and we have no idea the connection between them. Right, and then if you if, if that comes up and you aren't embracing the next lesson or piece of growth that, that is going to bring you more joy in your life because you're gonna move past resistance and, and rigidness and anger and frustration because that's all it is, it's always the opposite, which is fear-based experiences and versus love and joy and happiness and wisdom and who we are. If you aren't embracing your growth, you're going, that's going to be the result of somebody else. It's going to be somebody else to blame, somebody else's fault. And it's the persecutor and the victim. Right. And you're going to be one or the other. And neither one feels good. And not feeling good is not wellness. And it's not taking advantage of the opportunity to shift because of this is coming to you because we have to be challenged. I think people just run from challenge immediately, whether it's in business or with a relationship or even an old friend or a new friend and something rubs us the wrong way, the lesson usually is always A, I can shift how I perceive this. I can forgive this person. I can let it go. And if you can't, there's communication. How do I communicate this the most effectively? Conflict, conflict resolution is the most important peace to heal our relations because we all avoid confrontation in that conflict. And so when you can move into a room and you can say, I have to tell you something, this is how I'm feeling. And we realize as soon as we start talking, it's so easy. Why do we create so much drama and pain avoiding, you know? And, and it's just so easy to actually just talk to people. Mm -hmm. And on the other side of that conversation is like, oh, finally. Right. You know, but instead for us, the bigger barrier to entry is just holding all of that in and go, I'm just gonna stay with this. I'm gonna avoid this conversation. Not not only for like a day or a week, sometimes years, years. decades, avoiding and avoiding. And um, it's so ironic that when you do open up the space for that, it's not never as really hard as you've ever thought, you know? You may get rejected, but still you said what you needed to, which is the beautiful part. And that's so empowering, but I really, really, resonate with the conflict resolution, the communication. Um, what, are, what are some really powerful ways that you communicate? I don't know whether it's in business, with friends, with family, lover, lovers, whatever it is, how do you communicate? What is the best approach to communicate from your heart? Is there a specific way that you do it? Well, I know when I need to be honest with somebody. Mm. I just feel it. I can't not be. And I can't sleep if I'm not, or if I'm holding something back. And I, that's just my nature. I think that's everyone's nature, but I think certain people compartmentalize easier. Um, I think I'm very committed to doing as much work as I can from the most fearless place in order to be the best version of myself as possible. And I, and I think that that, Again, that just it, it, that's the life that I've chosen for myself, and the the you know the the embracing of the challenge and taking the time to sort of again pivot away from the thoughts that I know are not supportive to where I want to go is the answer for me. It's just a, it's a daily 
sort of, it's a daily ritual. Mm -hmm. Now let's chat about something crucial that is omega-3s. You know I'm all about keeping clean and pure when it comes to products as well as food on my plate. But when it comes to supplements, right, we have to make sure we have the best of the best, but especially when it comes to omega-3s. And, and I really mean it. Omega-3s are some of the most adulterated supplements that exist out there. And a lot of companies aren't doing it right. We need omega-3s for our heart, for our brain, for our eye health. You might not be getting enough nutritionally. When it comes to Peori, it's a quality brand, not only just with Omegas across their whole line. They're extremely transparent. Every batch undergoes rigorous testing against over 200 contaminants, and you could check the results for yourself. And that's one of my favorite things. You can scan the QR code and look at the batch that is right in front of you that is on your shelf or on your counter, and you can see the results for this quality testing. Puri's O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil delivers a potent dose of EPA and DHA without any unnecessary extras. Now, Puri is offering 20% off of their O3 Ultra Pure Fish Oil, the one that I take every single morning, and all their fantastic products to you, the Heal Thyself listener. That's 20% off even the already discounted subscription price. I want you to go to Puri.com. Use my promo code DRG. That's P-U-O-R-I.com slash DRG to take care of your health with some of the best omegas out there by Puri. These days... These days, it seems like everyone is carrying on a beverage, whether it's soda or flavored water, or kombucha or coffee or tea, but not all beverages are created equal when it comes to quality and health benefits. That is why I become obsessed with Peaks Sun Goddess Matcha. I've been using this for, it's one of the first supplements I really invested in. It's four years ago, probably. And it's not just any old matcha powder. We're talking organic ceremonial grade matcha tea that has been meticulously screened for pesticides, heavy metals, mold, and even radioactive isotopes Peak takes no shortcuts. Their matcha is cultivated by ninth degree tea masters in Kagoshima, Japan, using century old traditions. Their plants are shaded for 35% longer than usual to maximize the production of vital compounds like L-theanine for calm, steady energy and chlorophyll for its detoxifying anti-aging properties. I start every morning with a frothy cup of sun goddess matcha, not just for energizing my body, you know, we all want to get that caffeine kick, yeah, okay, but for the amazing gut health, metabolism boosting, and antioxidant benefits. The phytonutrients nurture my digestive system, the EGCG compounds help my body burn calories efficiently, and the chlorophyll gives my skin the awesome reading. You see I'm glowing right now, right? That's because of the matcha. There's perfectly proportioned packets that are easy to mix with water whenever I need to pick me up, so easy to make a consistent self-care ritual. Peak is offering you, the Heal Thyself listener, 15% off of their sun goddess matcha, plus a free beaker and a rechargeable frother when you go to peaklife.com slash DRG. They're so confident that you're going to love it. There's even a 30-day money-back guarantee. No code at checkout. Just go to P-I-Q-U-E-L-I-F-E.com slash DRG. You're going to get 15% off plus all those freebies. Always. Always. Right? It's a constant ritual and it's a constant when I'm... Um, you know, when I'm surrounded and I'm feeling the the frustration or the challenge, um, it's stepping back and it's always breath will calm my heart and my mind. It will align my heart and my mind. And then it's just being honest with what I need to say. Is this something that I need to let go of? Is this coming from some of my fear and my pain? Or is this something where I need to stand my ground and communicate something and have a proper boundary with somebody? And, and that's a mindfulness, right? Like you just said, I have to know if this is my shit or if I need to talk and stand my ground and be like, hey, you're putting your shit on me. Yeah, and in, in many ways, it's both. Yeah. Um, but it's, are we willing to see that? Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that's just the destiny of everybody being able to sort of like, if, if that's what's right for you, I feel like, what else are we going to do? What else are you going to do in this life? I do think that it's, a. I think we're here to heal, but I also think we're here to heal and equally have fun. Meaningfully have fun. Yes. So, and and by having fun, is is that in the context of connection, communication, uh, community? Is is that like you're just saying, just play within the world? Yeah, just having fun. Are you having fun? Life is supposed to be fun. It's right. not supposed to just be. Um, and with that, it, when you think about like the deepest spiritual work we could do, 
I actually think that's fun. Um, conflict and challenge and those, that stuff is not fun, but the other side of it is joy. So you could sort of see it as the process of getting to more fun, but I, I believe life should be whatever, whatever is fun for you, whatever, um, it's, it's everything that just brings joy and fun um, and celebrating um, because as much as I think, you know, as I'm committed to um, waking up and evolving to be my best, um, I also equally give myself room to be absolutely imperfect, to mess up, to, for, to be wrong, and to give myself the space to have it not be that important. Mm -hmm. Because I think the most important thing overall beyond healing and making and having fun if you is 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 that is that we're here you know you're here and that's a that's a huge accomplishment to be here i think it takes courage to come into a body on this planet mm -hmm. and i think that everyone who's here deserves a level of just like you're here you did it if that's all you do that's amazing yeah you're here. so let's celebrate that yeah right and and it would be beautiful if everyone can see, oh, I'm here, right? Like what a gift it is and how quickly perceptions would change throughout the world or the world as a whole, uh, just with that one thought. Yeah. And if you can see that in another and celebrate that in another, that's really powerful. Yeah. Yeah, so I, I'm super encouraged by this conversation, you know, get back on a deeper wellness routine, right? Like showing up, there's a lot of things that bring back some good memories that I, I, I'm inspired by. And, I, and viewers and listeners, alike, I really hope that this resonates with a part of you, you know? And if not, just just start a wellness routine then, right? Yeah. Just something, just a little something. What are some examples of things we can do? Okay, so what you have to remember, what I try to remember is that my wellness-oriented lifestyle has never been perfect, but it's always been there. Um, and when I was younger and I sort of strayed not meditating as much, or, you know, when you're younger and doing drugs, you know, it's like, it's fine. You have to give yourself these experiences to explore life. That's what it's about. You're here. And, but for me, you to remember that true wellness, it does take time. You do have to make time. Like, you know, I think about it, I'm like, wow, It'd be a lot easier and a lot more convenient if I didn't cook my lunch every morning. <laughs> you know, I didn't steam the vegetables and make sure that I had equal parts, you know, my tofu and my brown rice and whatever sauce. Like if I just could order out every single day, that would be easy. I'd save a lot of time. And then, you know, making a, you know, and these are just, these are internal things and these are surface level, I think, like my smoothie and like eating lots of vegetables. Like this is wellness, even though it's just a part of wellness. It's like true wellness is, I, I think it, it's, it's obviously every everything, but it's those things, but it starts with our minds and our hearts first. And then we do, you know, we, we eat well to feel better. I eat well to not, I used to, when I was younger, I would drink green smoothies because I wanted to age slower. And now I drink green smoothies and my parsley and cilantro and the same thing, you know, I drink it every day because of how it makes me feel internally it's like it literally gives me energy and I need that energy at my age I need to have energy and so as I said before it's like the best thing we can do is not is contain our energy all day long we don't give it out to judgment to fear to bad conversations to like complaining to gossip you feel it when it's leaving and it's about containing it all day long. And that's health because the, when our energy is full and whole and healthy, that's, we're healthy. Nothing can get in. Ill, illness, sickness, it doesn't get in as easily. We have, that's where our immune system, all of our cells are working at their optimum and all. That's what inspires me. But time, like, even when I was younger, I would always, before I went out into the world, I always wanted to meditate before I went out to dinner or going out with friends. I always wanted to meditate. And it wasn't because, um, it was, it, the reason why was because I wanted to be my best. I wanted to be connected to me. And I wanted to come from calm, not anxiety, not fear. I wanted to feel grounded. And that's when, that's getting to know me. And so 
I will say, oh, hey, can you meet me out at 7? It's, it's 6.30. I have time to take a shower and get ready. I need, I need 15 minutes to meditate. No, I can't be there until 7.30. Mm. I have to do that because then I'm not going to arrive and be who I am and who I want to be. You know, it's not perfect. It's not always like that. But taking the time for wellness, you know, that's, and you have to do that. There's no tricks and you have to want it. You have to want to live, live well. You have to, you have to know that like, I'm sitting on the sofa and I feel good. And I know if I go onto the yoga mat and just do a few poses and breathe deep for literally 10 minutes, I'm going to feel infinitely better than I do right now. Why am I not doing that? What is between me and the mat? Or and sometimes I, I still don't have the answer for that. It's just a, you almost have to just surrender and go on automatic and just throw yourself to, and just and just do it. I always think, you know, it's such a, it's the best slogan. Just do it. Just do it. You know, and if you don't like it when you're doing it, stop. Mm. If, you, if it doesn't feel good, don't do it. That's like, there's no right and wrong in the world. That's why I feel like we, you know, being free, it's so important. Your own judgments to what you feel is right and wrong or what you think is right and wrong in another. Nothing is right or wrong. It's the experience. It's what is right and what serves us. Because if ultimately something isn't right for me, I'm not going to do it anymore. If it doesn't feel good, I'm not going to do it anymore. Like, you, you know? Yeah, 100%. It's sort of like feeling with intuition and heart. Is this true for you? Yeah. Um, and I love the part where you mentioned to just have the grace to say, okay, I know I'll feel better if I meditate or do yoga or really start drinking more water every morning. But then also allowing the space to be like, I'm resisting this. Why the heck am I resisting it? You know, and if, and if you're, yeah, and if you're resisting too much, you, those are the days where I feel like, fine, don't, you don't have to, do what you want, just read, lay down and read, or don't do anything. Um, but that's still tuning in in every moment what is really right for me. Sometimes it's really good to push yourself, and then you're glad you did, and other times it's not right to push yourself. Welcome to the world of mindfulness. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Be mindful, so you yeah. know. And yeah, it's beautiful. Um, I know. I know you. You have a big place in your heart for emotional healing. What role do emotions have in overall health? It's everything. I emotion. I believe is our guidance. It's our guidance system. It's it's what guides us to how. Obviously, how we feel is ultimately everything, you know, and what we think causes, creates how we feel. So being in control of your emotions and being aware of your emotions, um, it's everything. It's everything in life. And it's obviously, it's, we all have reactions. It's whether or not we buy into them and respond to them. You know, you can have a reaction go through your mind and through your feeling, but not go into it. And what is that? That's an awareness. We're more than our feelings. We're more than our minds. Mm. And, you know, that's our power. Because when we're, you know, when we dive into everything we're feeling, you know, it's exhausting because it's not who we are. We're, we're the awareness that uses it for our power and for our health and our awareness, but it's not something that, um, that we are just subjected to no matter what. That's mm. like immaturity. Right, right. And will deplete you really fast. Yeah. Really fast and you'll hit the ground and you'll be like, I don't know how to go on. And then manifesting mental, emotional imbalances, right? Oh man, I have anxiety out of nowhere, right? It's sort of like, if we care for our health, right? We're mindful. We know what our body needs to eat. We know if this person's stealing our energy. We know if we're giving away our energy too much in this facet of life. It's really hard for things like anxiety and depression to start creeping in, right? Um, and let's say there's no like, infect, like infection component to depression, like a brain infection or something, or brain inflammation. Let's just say it's purely food and what's in your life. I would still say that is the best platform or space to be in when you allow mindfulness in your life and you're so attuned, like, like you exemplify in your body and the people around you and how you're putting your energy. It's really hard to be anxious or in a state of anxiety every single day. Yeah, it's really hard. And I feel like 
It's about learning to, expanding your awareness, which meditation, breath work, spending time by yourself, staring out the window, not thinking, these things expand our awareness. And when we, our awareness is expanded, we can feel anxiety and fear is always going to come up. It's a part about being in a body and having a mind. It's part of the experience. And it's about, it's about, you know, I'll feel anxiety and I'm like, oh, I feel some anxiety coming. And then for me, what I will do is if 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 it grows and I'm not allowing if I'm if I'm if I'm starting to buy into it and it's starting to actually make me feel anxious instead of me sensing it, then I immediately just meditate. And I think that's dealing with it on an energetic level. I think that's what people don't realize about what meditation can do is that you can you can process things on an energetic level and not have to play it out mm. and there's so much power in that and so it's like okay i'm feeling a little off and you know you can have a glass of wine and then forget about it and but that didn't go anywhere and it can maybe that's right sometimes we've all been there and that's wonderful but it's nice to have meditate process the energy let it go let your soul energy overtake the anxiety because that anxiety is not you. Let your soul energy take over and then have a glass of wine. (laughs) You know, if that's what you want, but then you actually processed it so that you're not just trying to escape it. That's what I do for myself. I'm not a therapist. I'm not guiding people in any way other than anecdotally what's worked for me for many years. Um, Emotions, as you were saying, creative people are very emotional. And so in creative people, I'm talking about myself, I want to connect with people. I I express my emotions. I talk in order to understand myself. And there's a lot of power in that because emotion is creativity. Emotion is power. Emotion is expression. Emotion is, you know, so important. And it, but it's about channeling it and you know being able to hone it and understand it. And that's where we really get the wisdom. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I'm inspired by how tuned in you are to your own self, to to emotions, to how the world is unfolding for you. And, you know, I've inspired in many ways, like I said, to up the wellness routine or feel into more what my wellness routine is that day, for better better terms, and just getting back into more meditation. You know, the consist- and what I say about meditation is like consistency. If you do it every single day, like let's do a challenge for yourself. Do a 21-day challenge and see how you feel. Inevitably, you're going to feel exponentially better. It just happens like that. I did an 80-day challenge. Yeah. By day 60, I was hearing things, seeing visions, like psychic crazy shit. And yeah. I was like, whoa, I'm tapped into something crazy right now. Yeah, you get tapped into the collective. Into the collective, yeah. yeah you start being able to feel it's more sensitively like so much, but enough that you're still grounded though, which is crazy because in your waking life, it's like, whoa, I can observe this thing that's supposed to be on face value a bad thing going on or a mess at work or something, but I can still be grounded. Right. That's the importance of the meditation. You you don't have to be in the tornado. You could just see it in front of you. And then from that place, oh, I can fix this. I can heal this. I can work on this. Mm-hmm. I can show up like this. And if it starts to make you spin or lose your grounding, being very aware of it and then stepping back again. Sensitivity. Mm-hmm. I love that, man. Uh, Josh, you're doing a lot of stuff. All right, so I want to talk about you have a fantastic line. You got thank you. You got that. You got the exfoliators, the cleansers, the hydrators. You got the the best spray that I put on every single day. But only before I put on the oil. You see, I trap in. I trap it in there. So I know. I know the golden rule already. Yes. Um, Any plans? What? What? Any? Anything you're doing? Um, Where can we find you? Um, and, and, and any good information that we that you just want to leave us with? Any gems? Oh my gosh, I feel like I could talk for hours with you about everything. Um, what am I doing? I am so grateful to do what I do. 
Um, my team is incredible. I couldn't do any of it without my team. Um, I'm on Instagram and TikTok, Josh Rosebrook. Um, and I have a wonderful team that I work with to keep the brand alive there and really representative of all that um, I am and all that I believe that wellness is. And the ultimate, my goal with skincare products and hair care products is, is to create the most efficacious products imaginable out of the most incredible ingredients available. Um, and I'm always inspired by the science of botanicals and herbal synergy and biomimetics and cosmetic science and ultimately what delivers the most results and value for people. I'm never going to not be inspired by developing the best products. I'm also um, just obviously so into wellness and the holistic power of beauty and helping people and guiding people. And um, I'm also very committed to helping people on the journey of entrepreneurialism. And um, I think that it is a certain type of person and starting your own business or project or service and the challenges that you're always faced with. And I think for me and building my company over many, many years to what it is today, it's just been an expression of my spiritual power because everything tells you that you can't do it or something's going to stop you and you have to just mind over matter. I can do it. Nope. And, and manifesting what you need through sheer will of trusting that it's going to come, not letting anything stop you, but not in a resistant way, in a very gentle, trustworthy way that, you know, and I think that, you know, I always take it back to meditation, but, you know, that awareness and um, just so much of our own success in life is just our connection to our own energy and how we manage our thoughts and what we allow to stop us or what we allow um, to, to, to keep us thriving. So I'm, I'm, I'm grateful. I can't, uh, my team is incredible. I'm grateful for all of the retailers. Um, and my, my role now is really, you know, obviously product development, but it's a leadership role that I'm really embracing and, um, and I'm really enjoying it. Awesome, man. Uh, everyone go uh, to the Instagram, go to the TikTok. If you got TikTok, go check out everything. Uh, check out the products, a beautiful line of products, a beautiful branding. Um, I've never broken out on one pimple when I use those products. Oh, thank and sometimes you. if I use oils, I'll notice a pimple like in the next two days, not one. Oh, good. So, um, nice. And I've been using it for many years and I highly recommend it. So, man, thank you for coming, not only talking about skin, right, your forte, but really the deep, deep stuff, what wellness really means past the skin, on the depth of who you are, the expansion of who you are, your connection to the world. And you really got it tuned in, man, and it's inspiring. Thank you so much.